SpongeBob and shit. I am SpongeBob and Patrick. I'm, I'm Squidward. Oh, we know. <laughs> I'm definitely fucking Squidward <laughs> sometimes. I think everybody has a tendency to be. You know what I think? I think. Sorry, I'm trying to smoke at the same time. I think that. You know, we all start off as kids thinking that we're always going to be like SpongeBob or we're always going to be like this this funny, exciting, happy character. Like the main goofy character. Even in Adventure Time, there's yeah. the main goofy character. We always think we're going to be those people. And like 90% of the time, we grow up to be like Cruella. Like angry at mad shit. Just get this fucking joy away from me. I think it's just when real life hits. It's when, like, when, when your fucking innocence leaves. Yeah. You become the villain instead of the happy main character, unfortunately. It's true. You know what? SpongeBob's actually kind of perfect because it's like, oh, okay. Do you continue to be that person as you age, happy as shit, even though you work for a Mr. Krabs? And, and do you become mean. Mr. Krabs? Like, I think that there are definitely people who transform into that instead of, like, Squidward or other shit. Yeah, and I, then majority of people, they're just kind of the background fish who scream, my legs! And other shit. <laughs> Throughout the episodes, you know? Or it's like Mrs. Puff, just always anxious and nervous. And uh, Mrs. Puff is actually my mom driving. I want to be Bubble Buddy. That's my nigga. You're hilarious. I be Bubble Buddy. <laughs> Gary's, man. like, over uh, underrated. Gary's cool as fuck, too. But I, I also feel like Gary is, like, the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Like, wow. no one was listening. And everybody thought he was talking a different language, but the only person who understands him is SpongeBob. But, like, no one gives a fuck what SpongeBob has to say in the first place. Damn, he went there. It's kind of dark. Oh, wow. But welcome back for another no, episode. No, no, no. It's not dark. It's not dark. We got to talk about it. It does feel like the movement, like, hit the spike with George Floyd and then fell off. When it shouldn't fall off. I feel like the movement should keep going. I think the problem is, is, like, mad heads were like oh yeah it's fine we put in money or like we gave money or we donated money the and problem, it's like i'm not gonna lie to you it goes back to the same shit as before where people don't know who the root of the cause is or the people who own this who the root they, of the cause and they join things behind the fumes you get what i'm saying they see where all the exhaust and all the bullshit is going and they, they join it you know because we're herd people but we don't really sit there and do the real research so you're trying to tell me they want that smoke? They, they, they do want that smoke, unfortunately. They do want that but smoke. But this episode ain't about that. This episode, no, this episode is is uh, going to be awesome. I'm fucking excited for this episode. This uh, episode, our special guest is going to be my grandmother. I love her, Miss Dottie Dorothy Stallworth. Um, maybe my grandfather might come on too. We'll see. My grandfather, he hasn't been feeling good. He's been smoking weed and he shouldn't be in it. Fucked his stomach up. <laughs> He go to dialysis four times a week. I think three or four times a week. So, like, he might not be in the mood to talk, but we'll see. But this episode, we're actually going to be talking about the the entanglement um, situation that's been happening that everybody knows about. It is, it is, it, it's it's pretty disgusting. I like you the think? way, the thing is, I like the way that Will and Jada kind of, like, how do I say it? They, they they did their lover's quarrel bullshit, you know, in front of everybody so everyone can see. And that's, like, really hard to deal with, especially, like, when you're in the limelight. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to keep things like that private once it becomes public. But, honestly, their composure and the way they handled it and, honestly, the way they capitalize on it monetarily and everything else and they jumped ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I kind of respect them for that, you know, honestly. So what was so... Uh, repulsive about it. You were just like grossed out a second ago. I wasn't. What I and was then complimented. So what? <laughs> what? What? What grossed me out about the situation was how dirty wait, it became wait. really quick. Before we even talk about our opinions and shit, we should like talk about what the fuck happened. Okay. All right. So most people should know by now. If you they don't, should, but... you niggas probably live at the bikini bottom. If you haven't yeah. heard about this, <laughs> you know Patrick references. Ha ha ha. Um, so what happened recently was August Asylum, whatever the fuck this Alcina. motherfucker. Alcina. Asylum? I don't know what the fuck. he in Arkham? That nigga, well, he was, he was, he was fucking, he was going through some shit at one point, wasn't he not? So, He's still going through some shit. Um, 
But long story short, it sounds like August and Jada had an affair. Jada who? Jada Pinkett Smith got had an affair. Um, and it's just my thing is what's really I can't say it's weird because a lot of dudes are into a lot of shit. Um, Jada's probably twice the age of August, and you know I guess like now milfs and grills, you know, are a thing. She and might be more than twice. It, it doesn't necessarily matter. I think the thing that makes it weird for me, I guess, is if like if I brought my friend to the house, and then I found out my mom was fucking my friend. I think that's yeah. was was weird because that's basically what happened. That's how Jaden and met was that he he was friends with um Jaden and they became close with the family and then August was going through his stuff. If you guys watch his documentary, I you think should everyone watch should. It. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like don't judge the man before you watch the documentary because you really understand what he's going through, his family, his upbringing, the support. Like you really understand who he is and you really see that there was no malice on his side. I think what it was was just the Breakfast Club, as always. They always get some it good was tea. Only Angela Yee, not the Breakfast Club. No, but but even yes. And the thing was is if you watch the interview, it was only a portion of the interview. You know, like there was a lot of good yeah, points it was like in the two interview. Minutes of it, and the interview was mad long. Yeah, it was, like it was a, barely the fucking headline. And that was the thing that kind of was annoying as well was that I felt that a lot of things like they didn't talk about. His mental health, you know, his overall physical health when he was going through his shit, his autoimmune disease, his new album. Like, I feel like I, I, I mean, unfortunately, this is all publicity at the end of the day for all sides. Um, but I also feel like like it was really they made it seem like August was a homewrecker when I don't think it was that. I really think like he fell in love with a cougar and Jada might have gotten too deep and shit and. Like, all her other movies and all that other shit we see. Like, you know, she was trying to live the best of both worlds. She always in some shit. And what it seemed like was, I guess, that she was trying to get back at Will for some matter problems that they were having and yada, yada, yada. And um, shit got a little crazy. You mean they got entangled? They got entangled. Exactly. Um, So, basically, uh, August Alsina came out with an out uh, is coming out with an album. He's been a, the album is out. Yeah. Okay. He it's been he's been an artist for a while, but as Phil Puffy touched on, um, he had an autoimmune disorder that basically like shuts him down. And for those who don't know, an autoimmune disorder is basically when the cells in your body start thinking that healthy cells are bad cells. And I'm talking like layman's terms. It's more complicated than this. But it, it's basically when your body starts to fight itself mm-hmm. and starts to attack your itself. Um, and it puts you at high risk for other shit. But so he's dealing with that. And it's also affecting. So he's got degenerative eye disorder. So he's not going to be able to see for much longer. He's got physical issues. He had to reteach himself how to speak, how to talk, how to move. Like this boy has been through so, so much in a short time. His sister passed away and his brother passed away. He's taking care of his three. Well, his he's adopted. Was, his brother was murdered, I think, and then his sister yeah. passed. Some crazy. It's yo, the doc, and then that's another. Yeah, keep going. I'm and he sorry. got no, no, no. It's okay. I just want to give people like a background because you're gonna hear a lot of of the gossip from other people, but and other sources. But you know, after really looking into this guy, he's a good kid. Yeah, he really like is. he's our age, about I think maybe like 20, no, we're the same age. We're the same, same age. age. Twenty-seven, yeah. right? Yeah. So he, it's like, I really respect everything he's had to go through at such a young age. And he, his three nieces are now his daughters. After his sister passed away, he promised her he'd take care of them if anything happened. And, you know, he kept that promise. So that was one of the reasons, actually, when she passed away, he explained that that was one of the things that, like, he couldn't fuck with Jada anymore. And although, like, one of the things he touches upon is that although Jada was there for him, and helped him in ways as well and how the whole family did you know he was he was close with all of them for a while but uh you know it got too toxic it, it became a toxic situation it became something that it was hurting more than healing him and he removed himself from the situation even though it was the first time he really felt love for somebody that nigga got it i think he came up with the word entanglement that sounds like some Do shit he came, i think because he came up with it I don't know because I, I Jada, feel like Jada he, looked pressured. She was like, uh, I don't want to say a relationship. Like she literally was trying to find, she pulled a future. She was like, what am I going to say? 
what am I gonna say to these people? What am I gonna But say? I think what, what the funny part was like in the no, interview. It goes back to in the in the in the in the interview with Angel Lee where he was like, I can't breathe in this motherfucker. <laughs> I need to get this shit off. Of me. Like when he said that, I really felt like when he said that, I was like, he came up with entanglement. He was like, bitch, you entangling me. You strangling me, yeah. bitch. I need to get that out of this. Funny. Like that's he maybe could have maybe that was an inside joke with them and she accidentally slipped up. Yeah, that's because, what I'm saying. Like, yo. Cause she looked pressured. When she said the word entanglement, he's like, and it, cause cause Will put her on the spot. He's like, and what happened, Jada? And what happened? What you do? I uh got into an entanglement. Like, what? She didn't want to call it a relationship. What? I like, didn't cheat. Not, like, what? No, bitch. She, she you didn't was... want to own up to what they did. But also, I have to be honest and I have to be transparent. I do not fault. J- well, it's not that I don't fault Jada. I ain't mad at Jada. And the reason I'm not mad at Jada is some of y'all out here forgetting that Will Smith had been had secret behind the closed doors relationships with other people. Their marriage is literally bad marriage for life like they joked about it but that is who they've been and it's not a healthy open relationship like let's get that on the table for those of you who live that lifestyle i assume assume you're living a healthier lifestyle than just constantly getting back at each other and not divorcing because your money's too close like but i think they're probably one of the first if you think about it relationships hollywood relationships that were solidified you get what i'm saying and the people started to idolize like you gotta think about it. Like when did they get married? When they became a couple, they were both in the peak of their fucking their stardom when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it that way. She was cat. Was she cat? Well, I don't know. No, that was Harley Berry. That was Harley Berry. You My loving. bad. But she did face off. She did all these movies. Jada was doing Jada so was much in mad shit. shit. You get what I'm saying? Will was doing his stuff. He was doing Fresh Prince. He was starting to get into his star roles. I think what it was was like their relationship. They might have got again. I think it was all for money. Yeah. Like we had a conversation earlier, where we talked about what marriages are in like the United States system. Like honestly, back in the days, not too long ago, and we we, we I I speculate if you think about it, our grand our grandparents' generation was probably the first generation who willingly got to chose the people got to, got to choose. Excuse me, I'm being illiterate. Um, they got to choose the people who it was that they married to. Like they were in love with someone, and they said, "This is who I'm marrying." To an extent. Yes and no, but I feel like they were the first who, it, like, you know, they didn't get sold away. It wasn't forced. They didn't get shot. You know what I'm saying? We still hear well, about it. Here's the funny thing. We got to, I, I mean to interrupt you for one moment because we have a, a a slight discrepancy in timeline. Your grandparents are in their 60s. My 60s, gra- 70s. My grandparents are. Almost uh, 90 would have been 100. Uh, yeah. Like my grandparents all passed away you know, rest in peace. But my grandmother who is currently alive is 94. So when we talk about grandparents, my grandma was still shipped, you know, given away for her. Grandma was a wayfair marriage is what it sounded like. But sort of, (laughs) honestly, I'll talk actually real quick. My grandma was a G. My grandma was so funny. They told her that (laughs) she had to get married. She was 15 years old. They told her you're going to get married to this guy. Right. And she was like, you could eat a dick, right? And they were like, nah, we serious. So then, so then a guy come through and they they give her the ring and she takes the ring, she throws it, flicks it across the room and it almost they almost lose it. She's like, go fuck yourself. Locks herself in a room for two weeks. Still has to get married to this guy. Ended up, you know, being what it was. But also, you know, love my grandfather. It's nothing against anybody, but that's how shit was back then. Shout out to my grandma for having the balls to be like, eat a dick. But you know, Shit was different. Obviously, now it's like, wow, that's rape. But like, no, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's like marriage at one point was just strictly business. You know, yeah. it was business or it was is status lineage, related. Yeah, it's like, is my lineage gonna continue? Will we have money? Like, those were the two biggest issues that anybody gave a fuck about. And it's like, if we're gonna continue this lineage, make sure that it's still a prized name. I mean, even recently, more recently, with the prince. And he married the black chick, and everybody was going crazy. Like, oh my she's god! She's just half black, and they lost their fucking minds. But it's things like that where you get what I'm saying. Like, we're we are we are a product of that stigma and of marriage being changed. We are again, some of us a love child, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, like, and that that's a blessing, you know. And um, it's just crazy to see that. Just like, yeah, this whole situation with them is just like I. I I don't know. I don't think that 
their relationship was built to be ready for something like this. Oh, but real quick, we were talking about marriage in general, oh. like the the uh, what marriage is in the United States. I interrupted oh. you to, to clarify timeline, but. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, so basically marriage in the United States is just strictly business. At least that's what it seems like, you know? And then, like, when you look at them, you look at Hollywood's prime example. Look at Kim and um, Kanye and all these other people, these um, Justin Bieber and his, like, all these big famous people always get married to somebody else for some said reason. And you get what I'm saying? And it's like, sometimes it doesn't even look like it's out of love. And then now you have predicaments like this where 20 years later, 25 years later, Shit start looking crazy. You uh, get caught up in entanglements and everybody and their mama motherfucking know about your situation. Motherfuckers is drop, dropping people are dropping um angry distracts. Yeah. True. That shit was hilarious. Rumors and speculations of sex. T- it's just it's, it's so much stuff right now about this. And it's just like, why now? Even if this even if the relationship was a couple of years ago, I, and this is where me and Shahane talked about, we think honestly it's NDAs. Yeah, non-disclosure agreements. I really think that she caught him with something. They had to. They and had I think, to. honestly, even though Will looked like he was crying in the interview and stuff, I think he might have been upset. But this is something that they've been new. This wasn't new news. They've always been in an open relationship. That's been a Hollywood thing for a while. People have always speculated and known. Even at, look at, we we know. But the thing is, is they're separated seeing other people constantly. Like the when they were talking on uh, the Red Table interview that they did, it wasn't like they were talking as if they were back together a couple. If you really pay attention to the language, how they're speaking to each other, it's like they got over an argument and they're talking as friends, friends again. Now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like their relationship to me has become one of complexity and there, it seems platonic, but it seems like their family and what they built together, their children, it seems like that's what's holding them together. Not so much. And, and this this image and this persona that they've been trying to give off to the world, like you said, because ever since that they were kids, they were young, the money that they made, a lot of it was because of the hype of their relationship. Mm-hmm. It further hyped both of them up. Anytime one of them was successful, the other one got roles and opportunity because they kept each other in the limelight. Exactly. They're really indebted to each other in ways that it's so much more complex that we can fully they've disclose. built an empire based off of their relationship even their yes. kids the product even though of they their didn't kids do really movies together or anything no like that, but no it's, separate it's what they did say. yeah because she sort of kept her name too she did the hyphenation shit mm-hmm. she wanted her independence while at the same time wanting to kind of like shout out the the duality that they have together I think when you think about it from a business standpoint only, you take emotion out of it, you get rid of all of that shit. I think, you know, I I respect it. I understand it. I see it. Then coming from somebody who is in what I'd consider really healthy and, you know, amazing relationship. And we've been talking about marriage. We've been trying to figure all that out. So we've been having our own conversations about what it means and what it is to be married and like, you know, there's, I think to some extent, there's a soul level of marriage that always kind of goes unspoken about. I think it's been there since the dawn of time, the same way that like greed has been in humans. I think that, you know, this undying love and connection has been in humans. It just depends on what side of it you feed into or fall on. And, you know, like there's obviously this, this uh, kind of deep solar connection that two humans can have, but simultaneously what do you do when you've already worked through that and you have that bond but now it comes time to sign papers and your taxes and your socials are connected suddenly every move one of you makes financially impacts the other one financially you really got to think of it as as a business and this is why i you know i advocate if you're in business date the people you're in business with. I don't care what your sex is, your gender, any of that shit. I mean, go on dates. Make sure you can fucking stand each other. When shit gets rough, see what they look like when their fucking menu is wrong. When somebody spits in their food, you really got to understand the people you're working with. It's the same thing with a marriage. You got to know them inside and out. And money matters for both, unfortunately, on paper, on paper. So it's like, we've had to have these conversations. So I think that's why it's really interesting to reflect not because, but but it goes back to that because that's what America and that's what society yeah. has made marriages look like now. You get what I'm saying? Like it's it has to be rooted in some type of it has to have a, that 
Your marriage has to have a business structure within it. If not, you're both going to be fucked over. And one of the main things that's important in both is what? Open communication. Mm -hmm. You have to completely understand yeah. each other. Your your faults, your weaknesses, and your greatnesses. The things that make you amazing. But you got to know both in order to make sure you guys can work well together. Yeah. There's no hard feelings if you can't. Like, that's some real shit. Yeah. That's yeah. some real shit. You could love somebody and realize, I can't be in a partnership with you. Because yeah. that's what it is. It's like, whether you're talking business or marriage, it's a, it's, it's a partnership between people. Can you be in a partnership with somebody? Yeah. It takes a lot. Yeah. It takes effort constant effort we're constantly even if we're not going on quote unquote dates we spend so much time together because as we grow we know you got to spend time with the person you're with because they're not going to be the same person you started with yeah definitely and it's communication it's always communication it has to be open mm -hmm. and then you have to realize at the end of the day also don't take certain things personal yeah know? yeah that gets hard yeah it gets hard because you know it's you're around even each then, other so much. But no, because like not not because I'm going back to like like and this is this is the part that was kind of fucked up when I was talking about like I was saying it was ugly when I was we were watching the interview it was like oh, watching Will yeah Will like oh I'm gonna get back at you now. Ooh, it's that like, was rough. That was cringy. It's like bro, like what I mean the honestly, as 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 two uh, lightheartedly petty people. It's like, ha, ha, ha. But at the it's same funny, time, he was so serious. I was like, oh, oh, you meant that. Oh. It's not even that, but it's one of those that the, the, the sad part is, is her entanglement was a result probably <laughs> of her wanting to Hold get on, back we're at really him. making this a term? Yeah. We no, using that shit? It's a, it's a new term. Right? Okay, I, but what, what's the exact definition of an entanglement? <laughs> what I'm going to see as an entanglement is basically a cougar or someone who was in a prolonged relationship introducing someone who was a oh, new factor. Oh, their exact predicament is going to be an entanglement. Yeah, like, or, or, or oh, time period. Not I was like, about to say, because you know there's some people out there right now that are like, uh, nah, nah, babe. You see, it was an entanglement. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, no, the, the new, the new kind of, how do I say it? Like the new homewrecker? Yeah. It's an entanglement. But we got to emphasize, he's not a homewrecker. No, no. home been wrecked. No, no, there, there are. He blew her back out, though. My point is yeah, the girth. The and girth. The, and the long and deep. Uh, like, there, it had been so long. That someone made me feel good. Y'all not gonna lie to you. And then Will. Will's the one who said it. Yeah, you were worried I wouldn't have the girth. As a man, uh, to take care of you, the emotional the emotional girth. Motherfucker, what did you just say? Their verb. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were just like, like, like that came out your mouth. Their verb So you saying you got a little dick. Oh, my God. What? I'm sorry. Like. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Um. Would you ever say those words? That's what I was trying to say was their verbiage and body language <laughs> and everything was just very just off. It, it was it was just nasty. It was very, very nasty. And I just I got understood. And oh, I, it was again, I appreciate their professionalism and the way that they handled the situation. Indeed, because that could have been some ugly fucking shit. Facts. If you know how much training he didn't got from motherfucking I am legend and when he played Ali. He could have get that bitch. He could have pulled a re he could have pulled a Chris Brown and Rihanna and whooped her oh, ass. No. Oh no. He could have chopped that bitch up and fed her to some animals. Yeah, like, did chop, you see like that? Did you see that lockjaw he had? He wanted to. He had that Muhammad Ali lockjaw in part of the interview. I, I know you saw that yeah, still. I promise you, he probably called Carol Baskin and was like, yo, you got some of them tigers cages? Can I can I come through for a little bit? Listen, like, bitch, I know you did it. I know you I know um, you whacked your husband. I know. But honestly, like that shit again. <sighs> wow, why crazy. Well. But you know what? We felt like it was really relevant to talk about stuff like this in this time because you know, due to COVID, marriage rates have gone up and divorce rates have gone up. And and also we have to think about the fact that this is a fucked up thing. Think about the men who do constantly cheat on their wives and shit like that. They can't do that now. And if they do, they're putting their fucking whole family at jeopardy. For interacting with someone else by breaking social distance and all these you things like this. You think they give a fuck if I they know was they cheating don't. in the first but, place? <laughs> but, but that's my point. You get what I'm saying? Well, we're in a day and time where people have to realize the security in your relationship, open conversation, things like this is very, very necessary. Because it's at critical. the end, yeah. it's, it's, you're, you, you are only going to hurt yourself 
and other people. Like, no, you're not going to hurt you. You're not only going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt more than yourself. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. It's because it's going to have rippling effects and you're not going to be able to control it. So what it is, is what you can control is your open line of communication, or at least how you approach things and things of that matter. And deal with this shit the right way. Yeah. Deal with it in a way where it's not as toxic or in a way where it comes out to the world where y'all niggas look crazy. Tip, pro tip, uh, process things yourself before you explode on your partner. You know, really go through. Oh, wait, talking about that, son. Tips? You talking about tips and girths and exploding on your partner? What Oh, no. I, okay, here is a professional tip on what to do uh, to avoid stressful arguments with your partner okay jesus Christ. you sound like them right now mother oh said, my oh, god just... no i'm just high okay. <laughs> what's your tips tell us your tips Yikes. please what's number one uh never go to sleep angry that is, that is definitely number one never Don't hold go... a grudge let yeah. it go let it go and if you can't let it go <clears throat> talk it through and continue talking it through after don't just like brush it under the rug even if it takes more than a night but you know don't go to sleep killing each other uh, that's, that's, that's tip one. Tip two, uh, yeah, like what I was trying to say was talk it out with yourself. If you're mad about something, work through it in your own head, figure out why it bothered you and all those things, and then have the conversation. Don't let it fester. Yes. Don't sit there and fumigate and be all I upset by yourself <laughs> for no goddamn reason, and no one knows why you're upset, and then you're just like, leave me the fuck alone, and you're like, okay, cool, let me just, um, let me move out. That's all I'm gonna do. How about that one? Uh, okay, that was a personal blow. I do that shit. No, no, that was just being <laughs> honest. So that's number two. Listen, but we're all guilty of shit. That's true. So, I think those are kind of like the main tips right now. It's like if you can, if you can just uh, introspect. And I got one more tip. Number three, learn to joke together as a couple. Yeah, and the only reason actually, I say yeah. that is that helps break the tension and break the ice on certain things sometimes. Because certain conversations you are going to have are not going to be easy conversations. But at the end of the day, if you can joke and play, you know what I'm saying? And just have that constant, just, you get what I'm saying? Let that Tip person... Tip for tat, but like healthy. No, just you're letting that person know that like, I'm still myself. You get what I'm saying? Like the joking aspect lets that person know that like, I'm not personally attached to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like there's a problem. Let's figure it out. Let's recognize this. You know, let's analyze it. Let's figure it all out. But at the end of the day, like, I can't sit here and, again, like, dwell on it. The longer you do that shit, it only makes it worse. You know, it turns an incident into something way bigger, you know, and it's just not necessary. So I think, yeah, joking, unfortunately, I guess, like, sometimes it's inappropriate, I guess, like, a lot of people would say. But I think it's necessary. Well, I think... I think laughter, learning to laugh together yes. is, is the key. And it's like, yeah, maybe don't do the most inappropriate jokes. It depends on what you're going through. Time like, and place. But you also know the boundaries of your own relationship. That's yeah. the whole point is you figure out your person. You yeah. figure out who you're with and you figure out those levels. Like We know after being together for so long when to do what for the most part. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know when or when not to make a joke based on your mood and your face. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, not not the time. Let's let's talk it out before I make a joke, right? Like, we'll ease into certain things. You don't necessarily crack a horrible argument with a, with a fucking katana joke, but ease, ease into it. <laughs> yeah, no, facts. I, I see what you were saying, Sensei. I understand. Yeah, just in case there's any dickheads listening, like, yeah, I've been wanting to talk about that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, don't hey, do you that. chicken head, how come here? We gotta talk. Like, probably no, not the don't best. Don't do way. that. Sorry. Don't do that. Maybe please. be like, hey, want want to talk about what happened or some shit like that, and then you talk about it, and then be like, yeah, that was. Dumb, it depends, because right? I know my New York friends. I don't know how they have their conversations, because I. Yo, I mm. would love to hear how two New Yorkers get over shit. <laughs> Honestly, fucking hilarious. I bet it's fucking hilarious. Oh, oh. no filter, that. no filter, honest so. rage. Oh. All right, so real quick, guys, we'll take a quick commercial break. <laughs> We're gonna call our favorite New York couple. We're gonna call my nana. We're gonna talk to her, and I actually talk to her about her relationships. And I think my grandmother has been married twice. Her first husband wasn't the best, you know, but her and my grandfather has been together for. for over 40 years now, I believe. Damn. I don't know. 
I got to figure all this stuff out. I've been smoking a lot. So we're going to talk to Nana. Late 30s. No, it's been a while. So we're going to talk to them, joke, hear about some of her advice, hear what she has to say about the whole situation. And um, we'll see you motherfuckers soon. Word. That's all right. I'm getting ready to get in my bed. Everything's all right. I can't complain. What you mean you about to get in the bed? Nah, this weather got me cranked up. I'm not authorized. It done picked up on my knees. Aww. Uh, the, which, uh, the good one or the bad one? The bad one. The good one, no pain. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. They they, they, they knocked out all of that. All right. That's good. At least it ain't, it ain't fucked up no more. Yeah. No. That's a blessing. Okay. You ain't getting it. Say that again. I'm sorry. I ain't getting what? I said you ain't getting entangled in nothing. What you doing? (laughs) No. Mm. Okay. What y'all have for dinner tonight? I had money and made pasta the other day. I had eat that. Okay. That sounds yummy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how you? Yeah. So I I called you early and I told you I was gonna call you and talk to you about all this shit. So, what's your opinions on everything that happened with these two? I don't know what to say about that. Because they said that marriage was kind of rocket there for a minute. They had separated. She said they had separated. So. <laughs> but that still don't justify her going to mess with that kid. <laughs> that, that's what I said. I said that's like me bringing my friend over and finding out my mother sleeping with my friend. Yeah. No, I, I don't like that at all. And she made me look stupid. Yeah. What is that? A new way of what you trying to do use different words for the same bull crap. Yeah, that's what I said, Nana. You know, come on already. I, I think and what also sucks too is just like like you said, like you were just touching upon. Like I think like you have to have some type of respect. Like if you are separated and y'all gonna do stuff like that, then you gotta make sure that you cover all your bullshit, you know? That's true. Like, don't let it get out like that. Now the whole world is but in the end. The, 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 the man who she messed with, that's how I got out. I know. I know. So, this is just all, it's messy. It's disgusting. Yes, it is. So, my I th- hope we'll do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but and what's the right thing? Because it sounds like, because Will did it too. Uh, 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 what? Uh, sorry i was saying that will did it too like will cheated on her or like you know did whatever he did so i don't i don't know their relationship is very different yeah he was with like tasha campbell if you remember her he had a relationship with her i think it's um yeah the the girl the lady from um martin the light-skinned one yeah i think he was dating her at one point Back in the days, mm-hmm. When when we when him and uh, Jada were together, oh yeah, mm-hmm. No, really, yeah. Oh well, some people can deal with it and some can't. Yeah, I I, I just couldn't deal with it. It, it. it what you I know it's a lot of things, but you don't know don't hurt you. But if you if, if okay, say so I have an affair with a grand own grandpa, and I and he find out about it. And I find out about it. I have to go. Because it's going to always be there. Whether, whether I go out there and have an affair on him, or he go out there and have an affair on me, and he come and tell me, I can't deal with it. I'm going to have to go. I'm sorry. I can't deal with it. But some people can deal with it and go on. But it's going to always be in the back of their head. Well, I'm going to do what you did. And that's what they did. Yeah. yeah. Did what the other one did. So that, I guess they can deal with You know, it's a new, a new generation from my time when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. But respect, definitely got to have respect for your mate. I mean, yeah, so, like, definitely. Because, like, weren't you married before Grandpa? Yes, I was. And, I was so, married in 1971. And what happened with that relationship? It was very abusive. Okay. And I, I knew him from childhood. We went to school together. And when I graduated, I said, oh, okay, we, you know, we get married. But once we got married, he changed totally, PJ. I, James was a totally different person. Mm. Totally different man. And he just was so abusive. Yeah. So I just couldn't deal with that. But that's how some people are. You never know some people's true colors. You know, their true identity. Yes, I they... knew it. Yeah. And knew him all my life. Yeah. But the minute we got married, everything changed. Yeah. Everything yeah. changed. 
That's horrible. And so how old were you when you decided to get out of that relationship? I was, I got married, I was, I was 18, 19. I stayed with him a year and a half. Okay. A year and six months I stayed because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't tell my mother and my brothers because they would have hurt him. They would have did something, and I didn't want to get them involved. Yeah. So finally, I just break down one night, and I told my mom, and she gave me a one-way ticket to New York City, and I've been up here ever since. Okay. And so, so how did... Oh, wow. I, I didn't know. Because I love pimps. And if I had still been down there, I would have been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So she said no. So she gave me a one-way ticket, and I come up here, and I never go back. So, Nana, why did uh, what was it that brought you to New York exactly? Did you guys have family there? Was your mom there? Yes, my aunt. My okay. Aunt, my daddy's sister. My daddy's sister lived up here. Okay. Which aunt? Ooh, which one? I used to come up here during the summertime. I used to come when I was young. Okay. My mother used to let me come up to visit Jerry Dean, my cousin on Long Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to live on the island, Huntington. Okay, now this is all making sense now. I never knew the origin story. I never knew what brought the family to New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's, it's a, and then how how did you meet Grandpa now? Oh, uh, Daddy, no, my cousin. Oh, so you met him through Jardine. And I didn't know my, you know, I didn't know he knew her. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we used to come to the city, go to plays and stuff, and then that's how I end up connecting with Grandpa. Oh, but she, but your, Grandpa always knew Jerry. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know she knew. You know how you, you have friends. He knew my cousin, but he didn't know we was cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he. I, you know, Grandpa know every damn body. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa know anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, he did drive all over the country. He knew everybody. Hmm. That's so cute. Oh, yeah, man. I met him. Yeah, I met him through um through her. Oh, that's dope. So what is so what's helped? How long have you guys been together now? Money is 40, 40, 40. We've been together 40, 40, 47, 47 years. Woo! God bless. Yeah, we've been together a long time. And so that's a blessing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh but grandpa was much a much much better person than that, yeah. So what's yeah, helped I met grandpa. So what's helped you guys keep your relationship as healthy as it's been throughout the years? But it was a learning process. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It was very hard there for a minute because in nineteen seventy nine we were about to break up because he wouldn't spend any time with me, he wouldn't take me nowhere. Wouldn't do nothing. I said, "Oh no, Mm-mm. I'm not gonna spend the rest of my life like this." You know, I already been in one abusive relationship, and we get to this point, and I said, "No, I, I got to go out and live my own life." I said, "If you don't change, I'm gone." And he changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> he changed. Yeah, he totally changed. Melissa was born that year, 1979. <laughs> a totally different person. He did a lot of things when we was coming up. And I didn't like it because we married to be together and do things together. Yeah. And every time I look up, you you with your boyfriend. What mm. the hell is this all about? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't remember Trouble Man? Oh, my God. Trouble Man used to be his baby, though. <laughs> Everything was Trouble Man, Trouble Man, Trouble Man. But uh, I said, no, I, I'm not going to do And he changed. And he started taking me out. We started doing different things, traveling and and, and and that's what changed because I was getting ready to leave. Okay. That was changed. But at least you were able to to have that conversation. You get what I'm saying, and not be afraid. You know. Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah. 
because I've been there already. I was with Jane for a whole year, a year and six months, abusive, fighting and hitting me. What are you hitting me for? Why are we fighting? What is the reason for this? Mm. We didn't never do that when we was born together. When we was born together, before we got married, we used to travel the same way. You know, during that time, a car was, ooh, everybody loved you for a car. Yeah. And he had a car. Take me different places. So we learned how to drive. A lot of things we, we did together. Yeah. But the minute we got married, everything changed. Everything changed. So now, my my next question is: Do you feel that for some people, marriage overcomplicates things? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because one partner, one partner, it's so much you want to do in life, and sometimes, like I'm, I'm stuck now. Okay, there you go. I'm stuck now, but I wouldn't leave him because I love him. Yeah. And, and you need me, and I care for him, and you know. I want to travel and do, and do things now, but I can't. Yeah. I go for a minute. I, I'm saying, oh, I got to go back home. I got to go be with my honey now, see what's going on with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wish both of us were still healthy so we can go out and do the things that uh, married couples could do. But I can't. You can't. But how old are y'all now? Y'all, what, you in your late 60s, grandpa in his 70s, right? Okay. Yeah, I agree. That is true. You you are as old as you feel, so I agree with you. Yeah, but by him with this dial, it slows him down, and he don't drive no more. He don't do the things that he used to do. Yeah. Period. All he do is go to guys and come home. But I I wouldn't leave him. I'd be wanting to go. You know me. I'd be ready to go, but yeah. <laughs> I stay home. I just walk around the block and come on back upstairs. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just thinking. So it's like even because I because I look at you guys and I think you know, I I I would feel blessed and extremely happy if you know Phil and I could have the the type of marriage that you guys have had. But it's interesting mm-hmm. now to still hear that even now you guys are dealing with with new challenges. You know, like the challenges yeah. are going to keep coming. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just listening yeah. to you speak and reflecting on that too, because in my head it's kind of like you reaching a fairy tale, right? Like you know, you guys have made it, like you made it the 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 happy marriage, but then yeah. you know it's like it's it's a it's forever a work in progress. Yeah, and, right. and then it also sucks too, because y'all work too hard. Y'all y'all were part of the working class, you know. Grandpa yeah. was always trucking and driving weird hours. You That's was why we survived so long because Grandpa used to work nights mm-hmm. and I worked days. Mm-hmm. And, and and when he a lot of things that happened in the house, Grandpa know nothing about. I was the I was the uh, one who brought money them up. He mm-hmm. didn't have no say so in it at all. It, it can't be two parents telling the kid what to do. That's very confusing too, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of things he learned after money them get older. He said, "Well, wow, that happened. This happened." I said, "Yeah, those things happened because he was at work." I, I, both of us can't be aggravated and, and bringing up kids. To, and something going to be missing. Mm. And sure enough, I I brought money them up. He was always gave us a damn good provider. But he, a lot of things that happened in my household when we was coming up, he didn't know. A lot of things he didn't know until he stopped working. Then when he stopped working, he said, "What? This is this? <laughs> blue, blue, blue? Yeah, yeah, that really happened, honey. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, yeah, it happened." And then money them sitting and said, Yeah, daddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's why we survived so long too. Because we went together. We were and then when we up when we walked together, that's when we would go out and we'd do different things because he worked all night and I worked all day. So y'all had clips. When weekends come, when weekends came, we always planned to do something. Okay. That's what we did on Fridays when Fridays come. So y'all basically y'all had clear boundaries and y'all knew what worked in y'all relationship. You had to. Two parents, they said it, it is good for two parents to be in the house, but two parents can't raise a kid. Cause you, I'm gonna tell them one thing, he gonna tell them something else. And then y'all always gonna be and fighting cause, cause you want yeah. him to, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yes. I see. A lot of things. Money them didn't drink soda. You don't buy soda in the house. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have soda. And, and we didn't have no uh, computer and all that stuff and cable. 
You got to get cable for these kids. That's what who gonna pay? Mm -hmm. Who gonna pay for it? That's extra money right there. Who gonna pay? Yeah, we had the bootleg cable boxes for a while. We had that shit forever. <laughs> and then I remember fucking, um, yeah, we didn't get a computer until Melissa went to college. Until Melissa, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, that's when the, that's when the internet, internet really, you know, came to be. And that shit used to suck because you used to get mad. You used to be like, somebody gonna call me on my goddamn phone. Y'all can't be on the computer for too long. The yeah, man. <laughs> Gramps introduced a lot of things to y'all. Me, you would have still been in the old, old time. <laughs> Forget about it. You see what kind of cell phone I have now. I'm oh. not into all that crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not into it. No, it but... ain't but money. You know, I need my money for other things, like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you live in your best life, Nana. I love it. <laughs> Oh shit! But you know, Nana, I do have a question for you. So, if you if you talking about like, because uh, I agree with you and the whole like, uh, two parents are gonna confuse a child and then they're gonna yes. learn how to pit parents against each other. Yes. So, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. would you agree? Because I, I know that the, I didn't grow up like this. My grandmother is the one who pretty much like raised me along with my mom, and my dad didn't have too much of a part of it. So I, d I don't really know what it's like to have both hands on like that either. But I've heard parents say like, as long as, you know, both parents, mom and dad are in the, on the same team, then it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And do you think that that's true? Do you think that it works as long as they, they have the same, they're on the same team about things? Because I feel like there's always going to be some discrepancy somewhere. But yes, you got to be on the same team, especially when it comes to bringing up kids. Because one, you're right, one was kicked against the other. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, that happens. I had a situation like that too in the house. But, um, because you know, money, money was my, my oldest child, oh God, money was something else. She was, <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was something else. <laughs> PJ Mama was something else, <laughs> and in some situation had come up where she said, "Oh no, no, that girl down there, our daddy talking to that girl downstairs." I said, "What girl?" But she she didn't want daddy to interfere with her and Cecil. And she gonna put a lie on daddy that daddy messing with the girl downstairs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come here and I ask him. Oh, Lord, did he hear? Oh, he was so upset. He was so hysterical. I don't believe money did that. I don't believe money did that. See, but he was trying to, trying to uh, split up the two now. Oh. But I know, I know what she was trying to do, so I nipped that in the butt right away. I said, leave that alone. Uh-uh, don't do it. Your daddy would never do nothing like that. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. She stopped that. But she was trying to break us up then. Because she wanted to see Cecil, and I had forbid her to see him. And I still forbid her to see him. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that crackhead right day. now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. This episode uh -huh. is not about my my crackhead stepdaddy, please. And Grandpa, a lot of things Grandpa didn't know about that at all, period. And mm. when he found out about that, he said, what? Mm. He still can't believe it. So, yeah, you don't, you don't know the half what I went through with Cecil and Armani. Oh, God. We'll talk about that on another episode. Let's not this Yeah, end. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. You're right. That's a whole Oh, it was a big fight. 
And now, is Val Val's grandpa's daughter from a previous marriage or his first like yes. girlfriend? His first wife. Okay, gotcha. Grandpa was married once before too. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's another story with step kids. Oh my God. They put a wedge step too. She tried to, but it didn't work. Hmm. Grandpa said, No, this is my wife, this is my family, and this is it. Because she wanted her dad. And she still do, but not me and her. She's an older person now, so she understands a little bit better now. Yeah. A little bit better now. She but you guys, you guys, again, you guys always had a big emphasis on communication. You guys, even to this day, you guys. You joke, exactly. you, talk, you talk, y'all still yeah. act all crazy. Yes, yes you have to. Okay. I think that keeps us going, too. I don't hold no secrets from him, period. Nothing. I let him know everything. Yeah, that's Good, a, bad, words, I don't care. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. True. I love how much you guys joke around, though. I still remember one of the yeah. first times I came to your house, Nana, and I believed you. Oh, I believed you. You asked me to help you open your pill bottle. And I was like, of course. And you know me. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'll do anything to help. And I opened a pill bottle. A big old penis done flew in my face. <laughs> and I love that memory. That's one of my favorite memories because it was one of the ways that I was introduced to you. But she but, always been like that. She and I love the, that. She always had those fucking tricks and jokes, yo. It was, it, at first, it was the cockroach. You remember the water bugs? The, the, oh, Lord, yeah. She was the first yes. person I ever seen had one of them shits. And then she had, like, she, she would just do oh a whole bunch God. of crazy shit like that. I can't even remember the rest of them. Oh, my God. Oh, man. At work, shit, they be waiting for me to come to the job because they know I done been to the magic store and all and I'm all something for 40 seconds. They be waiting for me to come to work. Oh, my God. <laughs> So they know I got some kind of gag or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so another question I have, I guess another, I, I'm asking you, what's another good piece of advice that you would tell everybody for a healthy relationship? For a healthy relationship to be, um, be yourself, man. Regardless of where you're at, who you're with, I don't care who it is. makes it easier too because then you know how to read someone when there's like genuine shit going on when someone's really pissed off or hurt or whatever i know when you're not you know what i'm saying i know you're never faking it yeah so i know what you're going through right now is something real when i need to pay attention you know and it's also, to be honest, like not every relationship is going to work. I think the fact that you and grandpa both, it took both of you a second marriage to find each other. Exactly. I, I think that that speaks volumes because then it's like if you're honest and you're open with who you are, especially with the other person, you're going to find out if it doesn't work much faster. Yes. And you, you're right. And you said you put the work in. Y'all both put the work in. Y'all yeah. had to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, well, he's learning me now, you know, because he didn't know me years ago when the kids were small, because he was at work, he was always working. A grandpa worked 40, about 40 years, about as many years as I did. No, I think he did like five more extra years than me. Mm -hmm. I did 40, he did 40-something, 40 42. 42 years. And by him working nights uh, and me working days, at that stage, I'm married a hell of a lot. Yeah. Right now, when we, we I give him space, he in the bedroom and I'm in the living room. 
If I'm in the living room, I'm in the bedroom. You know, I give him that space. Okay. I don't interfere on his phone. His little cell phone ring. I don't care who it is. I let you know. I just let it ring. I don't pick it up. I'm not nosing. I don't mess with that either. I said, you gotta have your friends, and I got my friends. That's how much I trust you. Yeah. Cause if there's anything, I know it's gonna come to a head. So you can go on, on with that. And you just said something. You said that y'all still learning each other. You know, of course, and yeah, because it's just me and him now, and no kids, mm-hmm. and then he's not working, and I'm not working. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we learning each other because we we with each other now constantly. Before it was like he had to go to work and I was home, but now we, I'm learning. We learning all over now because it's just me and him. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it's new rules and new regulations and shit. Y'all gotta go yeah. by. I know he get tired of me. I get tired of him. So I go in the bedroom and he come in the living room. I go in the living room. He come in the bedroom, you know. Yeah. I give you a little space. And then sometimes I sit here and run my mouth. Like the other day, I show Missy because I sit here and I talk shit too sometimes when he like that. <laughs> when I'm not here, he misses <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss you sitting there red talking shit. No. Oh. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Even when you're doing your own shit, you still respect each other's boundaries, but that's what it comes down to. It's yeah. like, you're doing your yeah. own thing, I'm doing yeah. my own thing, but we love each other. So, you know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it work, you know, is that yes, space. You're right. There's more you're to right. you guys. I have no friends. I have my friends. Some, some people don't want you to have no friends. Yeah. James, my first husband was like that. He moved me away from my family, a long way from my family. And you don't want me to be around my family. You don't want me to have no friends. What? That's unheard of. Yeah. How could you do that to a person? Yeah. He tried to isolate you. You got your life. I can't, I can't monopolize your life like that. Yeah. No, that's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. 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 So true, true, truly loving each other is loving each other enough to have both of you guys be yourselves outside of the relationship. Because I Healthy think, boundaries. yeah, because I think sometimes people mess up when they think you you have to strive so hard on the relationship that you lose yourselves as people. Mm-hmm. But I think the important thing, like what what I'm hearing and what I'm learning from what you're saying, is like um, that you just you get comfortable with being independent. But that co- when you spend time together, that that's like truly cherished time. Yes, it is. Yep. That's my boo. Get on my nerve, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know it's real love. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> he is. Grandpa's all right. No, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Y'all make each other happy, and then y'all put in the work to make it maintain. You know, that's what it comes down to. That's the biggest thing. I mean, Shahane always said that a lot of people don't realize that businesses nowadays are more of a business. Business, Excuse me. Relationships now are more businesses because the two people have to work. They have to meet each other 50-50 in order for the relationship to be functioning and healthy. You know, people aren't working, then it's going to fail like all these other shitty businesses. But if you keep working, you put the money in, you get what I'm saying? When you come up, when you guys value your relationship in other ways that other people don't see and you keep working on it, that's what makes your relationship good. But you got to put the work in. You can't be caught up in entanglements and trying to sleep with, <laughs> with your son's fucking friends and... Letting yeah. everybody in TMZ know and, you know, looking like an asshole. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's terrible. I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think it goes back to what you said earlier. It's having the respect for yourself yeah. and your relationship yeah. to just, like, yeah. not put yourself in that shit. Like, if you want to do something like that, make sure y'all really divorced so y'all really separated. Don't exactly. just don't put yourself in situations like that. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. That's a situation. Fuck that. That's a yeah, that, that don't yeah. even look good. No, for nobody. Yeah, I think that's just their relationship, but I think that's what Hollywood is, unfortunately. It's a whole bunch of miserable motherfuckers all together who don't know what else to do. But listen, Anna, thank you for talking to us tonight. We appreciate it. 
I love you. Okay, guys. Love you, too. I love you. And I'll speak to you I'll soon. You okay. All right, I'll call you tomorrow. Nana, sleepy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for this episode. This is more of a, a marital... <laughs> <laughs> it was marriage boot camp episode. Word, facts. <laughs> you know, some of y'all need that more than others. Um, but you know, again, I think everybody, even people who have healthy relationships, need that. Because that was beautiful to just to just have as a conversation. I agree. Um, but we'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Don't get caught up in no bullshit. Keep your dick in your pants. Ooh. And um, wear a mask, bitch. Don't get entangled.